Uh-oh. I thought we were frozen for a second, but you know what? We are here and we are live and welcome to the Just Joking Podcast. Yeah. I am one half of the podcast, King. And I'm Joe. And here at the Just Joking Podcast, Joe and I and you, the viewers or listeners, tune in to hear us talk about whatever the funk we want to talk about. And today we have brought you guys one update and two topics of conversation that we would like to bring to you guys for discussion. All right. Before we get into that, where are we streaming at? Right now, currently, we are live every other Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, streaming on Facebook and YouTube. You can find us at just Joe slash King Podcast. If you're watching, do us a favor. Hit that like button, all right? If you catch this on the replay, do us a favor. Hit that like button. We also put this out on all audio podcasting platforms or most of the major podcasting platforms on audio as well. So if you don't want to watch us and see our beautiful, handsome faces, listen to us where you listen to most of your podcasts in audio format. All right. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How about you? Hey, I'm doing swell. I have to point out the fact that you and I saw each other two days in a row this last past week, which is rare for us. (laughs) When you think about it, man, we had a mutual friend of ours, friend of the podcast, CQ, uh, a.k.a. Pop Culture Warrior, a.k.a. he's met everybody on the planet. And he had invited us over for a gathering, a get-together, if you will, a very festive activity and i appreciate you swinging by to pick me up because your boy's title over here is jacked up so i'm kind of carless until that gets fixed all right hold on so i appreciate you for that and then we went and saw dragon ball superman what what did you think about the movie Uh, i loved it i thought it was great um it wasn't about the people it typically is about, which was great because they're Mm -hmm. characters that we still know and we love. And we think about, you know, when we're watching Goku and Vegeta do all the work, you know, we forget about the guys who were there in the beginning. Uh, So it was really cool. A lot of fun. I hope it opens up some new doors in the future of the series. So good times. Enjoyed it. Same here. Same here. I think that, Everything that you said was also what I agree about. It, it was refreshing to not see Vegeta or Kakarot, you know, come in to like save the day or whatnot. So I enjoyed it. For those of y'all that watch movies, if you like Dragon Ball and you haven't already seen it, it is in theaters for a limited time. I suggest go and check it out at your local theater near you. All right. Here at the Just Joking Podcast. We also like to check in with one another, all right? The things that I find important are your physical, mentals, your chickens, as Marshawn Lynch says, who just recently got in trouble, actually, uh, about a month ago. Uh, uh, Physical, mental, financial, and spiritual, all right? And I don't rank any one of them more important than the other. And personally, I'm not a spiritual person myself, 
But those are the four areas that I think most people would agree kind of make up a person and their well-being. So, Joe, how have you been, man? How's everything going for you in those four areas, brother? Decent. Decent. I've uh, been okay. busting my ass at work lately, so I've been staying super busy. Um, but uh, remember I talked a, a few times about how the VA has been dropping the ball. Mm-hmm. Um Still haven't really gotten that appointment I've supposed to regularly have since January. Yeah, dude, mm-hmm. still. Um, I just got an update from one of my other providers that I have an appointment coming up. So I'm going to use that to talk to them some more and try to see if I can get in and finally get to see someone. In the meantime, the Wounded Warrior Project came through for me. Okay. All right. Yeah. Shout out to Dub Dub P. Yeah, so they actually got me 12 appointments with a mental health provider on the economy for free for free for me. Um to and, and within within 3 weeks, which is nuts cuz anytime you set up an appointment with the VA, you got 2 months to 3 months wait. And I get it, like their providers are super packed, there's loads of people with mental health stuff, which tells you an awful lot. It's very telling. Um so like 3 weeks is insanely quick. And um, just very grateful for the Wounded Warrior Project to help me out because I've gone so long without a therapist and it ain't easy, man. I'm just like, because I mean, I've shared my story before. I've I've been really, really low before and I don't want to go back. You know, I've put in a lot of work to be healthier and better uh, emotionally and, and mentally and stuff like that. But not seeing a therapist when I'm supposed to see one every other week is just hard, you know. Um, how did you reach out to WWP? Like, is there a specific resource that you use that worked? No, like they somebody called to check in. Somebody just called to check in. I was like, "Hey, do you need any help? Any mental health support? Stuff like that." I was like, "Yeah, actually, it never occurred to me to like, even though I know the Wounded Warrior Project has resources and stuff like that." It doesn't always click up here to to call and ask for help outside of the VA because I'm trying to navigate the VA. You know, I'm trying to get the VA to do what they're supposed to be doing. And um, yeah, so they just called to check in and it helped a lot. Good, good. Okay. I like to hear when a resource works as advertised and I had made the assumption that you had reached out to them, but it's good to see that they reached out to you and you had the mindset to you know actually be honest about what you needed versus kind of what some people do they're like ah you know either they think i don't want to be a burden or you know some something that i kind of hear commonly is you know i got other things to kind of worry about at this moment so they put their own self kind of on the back burner so it's good to see that you were able to talk to them uh, when they reached out and that, you know, action came from it uh, to get you the resources that you need. So shout out to Dub Dub P. We we have talked about them uh, as a nonprofit several times, and I'll be an advocate as well to say that, uh, take a look at them. Like they aren't the only nonprofit out there um that can help out as a veteran all right and there are certain things um you know you have to certain they cater to certain veterans so not like all veterans 
uh, would qualify. But but they'll be one of the first to tell you. And I'll also say the same thing as well. Even if like like let's say you're an older veteran, right? And actually, this is something that happened. Uh, a guy who was like in his 80s needed help moving. All right. And I got asked if I knew of a resource or something that could help out. And I'm like, personally, no, I know several veterans, but a lot of the veterans I know, um, I'm not going to call us or y'all old and decrepit, but it's like, moving, you know, furniture and stuff isn't something that, you know, I'd feel comfortable asking them to do. However, there's a resource center and I pointed this person to, um, the resource center and i know that they got the help that they needed i wasn't sure if the resource center was the reason for that but uh they'll be the first to tell you hey we may not be able to help you but they're connected to other resources because it's called the resource center and avenues that would be uh, uh uh that has the right makeup to be able to help y'all so they are just going to go, ah, there's nothing that we could do. Sorry. And like walk away from you. So I tell people all the time, check, check them out. Check them out. There's people that feel some type of way about WWP for whatever reason. But somebody said something to me the other day that just makes sense. No organization or no one person is never going to have a 100% approval rating from all entities because everybody just has their own makeup of what they value and what they don't value. And it is what it is. You know, I can tell you, I've seen a positive impact, a direct impact with uh, veterans through them. So I'd say add it to your tool belt and check them out. Um, How about anything how else, man? Is there anything else real quick? Ah, work, life, that sort of thing. How, how have you been doing? Hey man, same old, same old. It is, uh, let's see, my physical's good. I've been better about getting sleep here lately. You know, my sleep always trash. I don't say always. It's most likely trash. I have a hard time turning my brain off. So it makes sleep interesting, elusive. Let's see. My other physical man, I'm starting to, you know, starting to trim up a bit. Hey, I told y'all, watch out. Because if your boy starts slimming up, I'm going to be a menace out here in these streets. <laughs> and then, getting ready for hot girl summer. Hey, hey, getting ready for a uh, hot boy, a uh, uh, hot girl summer, F boy, fall, whatever you want to call it. Let's see. My finances, man, I've been working to get those in order. Um, That was a source of stress for me for a while, but I've slowly been working my plan to get my finances in check and things like that. And by getting my finances in check, it's helped alleviate some stress. Uh, Shout out to Beth. She's uh, joined and listening. Hey, Beth, she said, can't wait to hear your takes on these topics. Hey, I appreciate you for jumping in as long as you, you know, can. And if you have anything to add, uh, please do. We welcome all comments and feedback over here at the Just Joking Podcast. All right. Um, So and then the final thing on the check in, man, um, I told you about sports spirituality i'm not a very spiritual person myself so i don't have any comments on that but the finances the mentals the physicals they're doing good or as marshawn lynch say hi how's your chickens doing which when i was like what's chickens but he was talking about your mentals all right so that's good all right we have three topics today 
kind of what came out earlier today, and I am affected by this, is the student loan relief that was announced earlier this afternoon. Joe, is that something that affects you or your household as well? No. Okay. All right. Well, it does affect me, and I'm thankful for it. Yeah. We are also going to talk about, there was a guy who rose up to fame really quick, a, a uh, kickboxer by the name of Andrew Tate, okay? I watch and listen to a lot of content around dating and relationships and things like that. It's a very popular topic, and this guy kind of rose into the ranks of somebody that amassed the following for his takes on people in general. And he recently got deplatformed for some of his views. And in my opinion, and we are going to talk about this a little bit more, he got deplatformed on Facebook, TikTok, and I think Instagram. Um, and wow. whether you agree with his takes or not, I'd like to discuss how dangerous deplatforming speech and stuff can be based off of, you know, what's being talked about. And then the final thing that we are going to discuss, and this spurned from a conversation that Joe and I had this past weekend, is oppression, and I hope I don't get canceled for this, people's perceived oppression, all right? Mm. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Shout out to Ellie for joining the chat as well. She is watching over there on Instagram. I appreciate Ellie for tuning in as well. All right. Topic number one, and let's get this up on the screen here. Unless you've been living under a rock. All right. Let's see. Survey says I got to go faster. Why? Where's my assistant at? My assistant is not on the ball with this. All right. Topic number one. If you go to federal student aids, Twitter website, all right, or studentaid.gov. Um, they have made the announcement about how the student loan cancellation is going to be um, uh, added out there to the people that this applies to, all right? And there's people on both sides of the coin about whether this is a good thing or a bad thing and its long-term effects. Joe, I'll admit, I'm not smart enough to understand the long-term implications for this. But for me, the short-term effects are good on my personal pocketbook, all right? Yeah. I was able to acquire most of my undergrad and graduate degree using the uh, Montgomery GI Bill and the Post-9-11, mm -hmm. but for reasons that were stupid, I uh, needed a uh, federal loans to assist in finishing my graduate degree. And the amount that I have, I'll say this publicly, is just over 10000 all right, is what I needed to finish my graduate degree. And there were three things that got announced today regarding the student debt relief plan that you can find on studentaid.gov, all right? So there's three parts to this. Part one, for those people that, you know, when COVID happened, there was an extension on paying the student loans back. All right. And it's been paused since like 2020 sometime. Uh, they're going to extend the pause on the payments through December 3rd. And this is going to be the last extension. Come January 23, if you, you know, still owe 
um, on your student loans, that them payments are going to start resuming. So for those of y'all that might have more than the amount that's going to be canceled, I would take advantage of the fact that it is a zero uh, percent interest right now and start paying down or putting down uh, what you can to try and bring your balance down. All right. The other part, and this is what applies to me, and this is what one of the comment was talking about based off of uh, what I said, providing targeted debt relief to low and income middle families. And it says right here, to smooth the transition back to repayment and help borrowers at high risk of delinquencies. The U.S. Department of Education will provide up to 20000 in debt, ca debt cancellation to Pell Grant recipients with loans held by the Department of, of Education and up to 10000 in debt cancellation to non-Pell Grant recipients. This is key right here, though. Borrowers are eligible for this relief if their income is less than 125000 or 250000 for households. And let me tell you, this puts a big smile on my face because this will knock me uh, down to zero because part of what I had was Pell Grants. So, you know, you know, what kills me? It says re relief to low and middle income families. And the range is one hundred and twenty five thousand to two hundred and fifty thousand. That should tell you an awful lot. If they consider people who make as a household make under uh, close to two hundred and fifty thousand is still middle income. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, like, what? Like, what does it take to be high, like high income families? You know what I mean? What kind of bucks do you got to be raking in for that jesus for real which, which is telling of us because we're just like hey we fall in this window we're good you know <laughs> Mhm. Mm all i know you know most people because like i remember growing up and then hearing about you know six figures six figures like that's kind of a milestone yeah, for people a milestone. When, yeah. as an individual yourself like not the combined household but just at one person makes over six figures annually all right yeah. with inflation man that's starting to feel a little bit tighter it, and and it depends on where you live like if you make six figures where we live that it's ain't not a lot it's yeah. nothing yeah. you know what i'm saying but my you thing think? but my but my thing is a couple making listen to the words a quarter of a million dollars a year is still not considered high income families quarter of a million if million can be in the description anywhere in <laughs> in your income that should not be you should not be considered low to middle like that's crazy it you i mean obviously inflation you know markets all this other nonsense but damn mm -hmm. we, we 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 still got some hustling to do holy shit Yep. So in the frequently asked questions, I'm not going to cover the first two here as you can kind of read these for yourselves by going to the website, which I'm going to put in the live stream. All right. But the third one here, what do I need to do in order to receive the loan forgiveness? Nothing. You don't have to do anything. They are going to it is going to automatically be done. But there is a thing that I heard that always made sense to me. Trust, but verify 
All right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be logging in, checking my accounts from time to time to see, you know, if that joint okay. got wiped daily. Daily yep. until it goes off. Yeah. So yeah. So Beth was saying when I was young, living in the middle of nowhere, Indiana, 50k was well off to do. And that's that's true. Obviously, times have shifted dramatically. But to think maybe, and, and no offense to you, I'm thinking back when I was a kid in the 90s, like 50k was was a large amount of money. Again, it's 2022. And a quarter of a million dollars is not high income. That's, I mean, obviously that's probably, that probably means half a mil is, but I mean, damn, what do you got to be doing to get half a million a year? So essentially to be considered anything above middle class, you have to be a CEO of a company. Basically. You know what I mean? Like you have to basically make. Yeah, or have your own business, right? Which yeah. you know, CEO essentially or whatever, but raking you know, in be raking in plus. money exactly. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, brother. Jeez. And then there is a part three to this announcement as well. Is that if you are on an income based repayment plan, which they do have, like there's several different types of plans that you can choose to be on. All right, um, they're going to max the uh amount that you can pay up to five percent of your discretionary income monthly previously it was ten percent and for some people the income repayment plan made sense like if they had you know sixty thousand in um student aid loans or whatever uh but then you know their first job upon graduating you know was an entry-level job that didn't make that much and they had to start making those payments back it used to be 10% of your uh, discretionary income. Now it's dropping yeah. it down to 5% if you participate problem, in that. Problem is, is the interest is going to fucking destroy you. It can. So like all, all these things sound great, but if your interest rates are astronomical, you're going to get crushed by the interest. Like mm-hmm. 10 million on some of these loans is nothing. That's like interest for a few months. You know what I mean? Like the loans are super predatory. It's not... It's not a question of repaying 10k. It's a re- it's a question for a lot of people of paying back fifty thousand dollars. 10k helps. 10k feels like something. Don't get me wrong, but I, I ultimately it's not a ton of things. But at the same time, part of me is like, my tax dollars shouldn't be paying for people's school. You know what I mean? No, nobody was going to pay for me to go to school except for the military. So, so I'm, but again, I don't have student loans. If I did have student loans, I might be a little happy about this. So I get it. You know what I mean? And if they're going to help people out, they're going to help people out. That's awesome. I just don't, I, I hope it doesn't hurt anybody else because they keep saying that the inflation isn't going to be affected. I don't know how much I believe that. You know what I mean? Uh huh. There's, Two parts of this that I'm curious about. A, if there's going to be any tax implications to me, which that website didn't necessarily cover, but the but I'm pretty sure that there's going to be more that comes out about this. Uh, and then B, like that money was a good source of our US's balance sheet, right? So how much of that is going to be forgiven? And what happens to that loss of income? that originally we were planning on as a country 
that's now gone? Like who, where does that come from? All right. Exactly. So I think this money is coming from nowhere. It's coming from people's pockets. Yep. Instead of getting spent somewhere else, it's getting spent on people's education. So, I mean, what does all that mean? Where does it come from? Where does it go? You know? Where does it come from? Where does it go? Exactly why I laughed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, y'all tell us if y'all have any idea or any thoughts about it, put it in the chat. We are going to go to the next topic but if you do yeah, put love it or hate in it the chat, we will come back to read it yeah all love right it or hate it let us know our second topic did andrew tate deserve to get banned all right, all right. paint this now, picture for me go ahead all right so andrew tate was a professional fighter kickboxer mm-hmm. all right and he has came out And he does content online as well. A lot of the things that he talked about, people considered wildly misogynistic in nature. Okay. Okay. And I wish that the article that found had stated um, what he said, some of the things that he brought up or some of his quotes. Yeah. But also, too, there's this part of me that go, can you necessarily take a look, especially for somebody that has loads and loads of content and pull out one thing that they say and judge them based off of that. All right. So that's part of what we're going to talk about as well. But I'm going to bring up the screen here for the viewers. All right. If you're listening to this on audio, come watch the screen. <laughs> come watch the replay. Uh, so it says right here, the Internet personality and former kickboxer Andrew Tate has spoken out after being banned from Facebook, IG, YouTube, and TikTok this week, accused of misogyny. All right. Now, Joe, do you know what that word means, misogyny? Of course. All right. By your definition, what's misogyny? So, obviously, you saw the definition just now on the thing. Um less than disdain for because I, I i honestly i understand that that the the pure definition is disdain of the opposite sex but i honestly i feel like it's 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 men with a very specific view of what women should do and what women are and it's usually pretty bad it's usually pretty toxic uh, which is why misogyny is the word given to it. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think sometimes, okay. though, things are misconstrued as being misogynistic simply because they don't like what they hear. And that's no offense to anybody. I'm just saying that sometimes that does happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dislike of contempt for or ingrained prejudice against women. And I mean, there are a lot of people out there, a lot of dudes like that. And Honestly, to hold on. And to be fair, there are some women out there like that. Like, yes. I think the definition implies it's strictly a male perspective, but I've seen women who damage the case for women by going along with some of the things that misogynists and other people push that agenda. Mm-hmm. So it can be women too. It's not just men who can be misogynistic. Bingo. But. You're right. I think a lot of people, when they use the term, they apply it to men only. 
And I'm like, ah, but wait. Yeah. <laughs> Is There's it quite a, a few there's quite a few female politicians I feel who spew misogynistic stuff, and that's scary because it, it it damages women's struggles, you know. So partly, uh, or kind of part of the reason why he's either loved or hated, really, essentially, is some of his earlier content and even some of his most recent stuff. He would use words or phrases like "women should stay at home." or that women belong to their male partners. Now, these quotes are taken out of things that while he was quoted as saying, he also had more that he added to it. And it's more complex give. than just, yeah, it's taken out of context or it, yeah, it's taken out of context. There's more to it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then back in 2017. So this is kind of when I originally heard about him. Uh, and this yeah. is a very sensitive type, you know, subject, but, uh, he came out saying that, uh, victims of, and I don't know how YouTube is about this, but actual yeah. assault must bear some responsibility in response to the rise of the me too movement. They got him canceled quickly. I do remember that cause he was the poster child for um that thought process and there yeah. were people that were on the both sides of, of victim blaming yes yep yeah. and there were both people or there were several people that came out and spoke out about that because there were folks that agreed with him and there were folks that vehemently disagreed with them and yeah. those those who disagreed with them were the loudest back then that's always how it goes yep the people who uh, agree don't make any noise because they agree. Mm -hmm. Anybody who disagrees, it doesn't matter who they are or what topic it is. The the people who disagree are always the loudest. So this guy uh, became famous for being a personality, right? I want to say his his fighting, like he wasn't known as being like a great kickboxer, all right? Mm -hmm. But he's he, he's better than me at it. You know, he's he's trained for it, right? Like, I'm not going to go up against Andrew Tate and just assume I can hold my own. But his fame didn't come from kickboxing. His fame came from his online personality. He became sort of a, a, a hustler. He had content and things that he would sell to people. And um, he used his online platform to kind of make a name for himself. And he rose quickly. All right, yeah. quickly and, and 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 pretty fast. And uh, about a week ago, he got deplatformed, and the reason were uh, multiple violations of community guidelines in terms of service, which included in our hate speech. Hate policy. speech. Yep. Yep. And he came out today. He came out today and put this hour long video together, and I watched the entire hour long video in which he talked about um uh, and stated that nothing that he did said or violated any guidelines and that the things that people were putting together was using his name which is essentially what i did all right when i created this i put in the title andrew tate got deplatformed was it deserved the reason i put that is because his name is going to draw clicks all right but the main part of this that we're going to eventually get to is censorship. Mm -hmm. 
he stated and his defense of of his own self was if you go back and listen to my content i did or said nothing illegal i did or said nothing that was unethical and that the people that are doing hit pieces about me are taking short clips of long form content and then making me out to be the bad guy but that he did nothing on his own platform if you take in the totality of everything that violated anything and there was also this controversial video of him ooh, doing some 50 shades of gray type of activity with his girlfriend at the time and he talked about that and actually showed or had the the young woman come on herself and say that was something that me and him consented to that we had a kink and we explored that kink and it was consensual and there was nothing wrong about that video. So, hearing all I mean, of that, all right? Porn is porn. I mean, getting that background, okay? Do you think that if somebody comes on and they expouse what people will say is misogynistic views, all right? What's the level of censorship that can be given to somebody? that a big majority of people agree or think is wrong? So, first off, there's a big misconception about freedom of speech. Freedom of speech allows you to say, it gives you the ability to say what what you want. It does not give you freedom of the responsibility to shoulder the consequences of what you say. Do you get where I'm coming from with that? Like, mm-hmm. if if I say something to you and you don't like it, you can tell me, I don't want to hear what you have to say. And I say, ah, it's free speech. I can say what I want. And you decide you want to exercise your right to bear arms and punch me in the fucking head. You know what I mean? Bear arms. Um, you know, you have every right to do that. It's legal and you'll probably get in trouble, but... I might also, because I instigated the situation. People don't like to hear that. People don't like to think that. They like to think this is a free country. And it is, within reason. We're not actually very free. I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, and we'll get into the whole freedom thing later. But hate speech is hate speech. And as much as I'm for freedom of speech and the right for everything that we have... Hate speech is dangerous. Hate speech breeds violence and breeds more hate. I'm not saying you can't say it. Say what the fuck you want. It's it's a free country. Say what you want. But you're not free of the consequences. These platforms have their own set of rules. It is their platform. They are allowed to control it the way they choose. It is not owned by the government. It is owned by people. And people have the right to do those things. Now, the problem becomes is when you can say a business has the right to to, uh, refuse service, and we've seen that when businesses refuse service in other topics, the, the businesses get in trouble. So there's a fine line, and it's a really fucking hazy line 
of what can what businesses are allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do and will they be yeah. canceled or won't they be canceled so in this instance because we're not talking about those other ones and that's because that's a whole nother complicated set of stories and rules in this instance these companies can get canceled over this too if enough people feel that they're wrong for canceling him but ultimately they're willing to take that risk to remove what they consider hate speech. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it isn't. And and they're within their legal right to do so, whether you like it or not. That's that's the kicker is, is people got to remember. It's whether you like it or not. It's, it's not up to you. It's not your business. You don't get to choose. You can be mad about it or you can be happy about it. It doesn't matter which doesn't matter which obviously the people happy with it are going to feel empowered and all these activist groups are going to think oh we did something great and that's good for them but it's going to empower them to further censor people and it do i think some of his content was misogynistic i'd have to see it to know those quotes out of context although reading the quotes i see where he went wrong <laughs> if he yeah. feels that if he feels that kind of way, then yes, that's that can be construed as misogynistic. What would have been more what would because he's injecting his his own personal beliefs into his opinions, which we all do, but not everybody feels or believes that way, so somebody's going to take it wrong. Now, if he said I believe someone should stay home and raise the children that would have been okay like i believe in the 50 50 rule where one person can work one person can stay home i don't care which it which it is though if my wife decided she wanted to go back to work full time and could make some buku bucks and i could stay home and raise the kids i totally would totally would and 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 that's all I think matters is that the kids have somebody at home with them and the house has somebody to manage it because the home is like a business, dude. It really is for your mental health and well-being. The house has to be managed. If you can both work and pull that off, more power to you. But yeah, I like that old traditional. Called... Go ahead. No, no, I was saying that there's a class called home mech. Yeah. And I home mech is uh, it might be called something different now. Yes, yeah, managing yeah. your household. I think if you look at it as a business, all right, debts, liabilities, all that jazz, like you mm -hmm. can kind of understand and and help your family grow in a better sense if you treat yeah. it as such. That's yeah. my and, it, and again, it doesn't have to be the ladies who do it. Like nobody said they had to be, you know, homebound their whole lives. That's not fair. If they want to do something else, like I, and I get that people aren't going to like to hear that. There's people out there who believe it. There's people out there who don't. That's the point. Let's have a conversation about it and talk about it. But don't just pass a rule in your in your little ecosystem you've created online and say this is the way it has to be. And first off, I don't know why he thinks he's the most famous person on the internet because, I mean, lots of people have never heard of him. Uh, I've never heard of him until just now. Like, never heard of this guy before. And, and it's good for him. He's amassed such a following. But I know plenty of content creators with much higher numbers than him. Like, and and maybe it's because he's appealing to a certain demographic. Okay. And then you get into the problem of that sound chamber that people get trapped in 
when they're surrounded by like-minded individuals and everything they say is bouncing off the walls and coming back to them and being amplified by everybody else of like-minded thought. And what happens is, is you start to get louder and your messages start to get stronger. And eventually somebody who doesn't like you is going to hear what you have to say and is going to label it hate speech. Now, nothing about this is technically censorship. All mm. of these platforms have terms of service and user agreements. And by using their platforms, you agree to these terms. If they don't want cussing in their videos and you say the F-bomb, it doesn't matter how good of a person you claim to be. It it doesn't matter how wronged you feel. It doesn't matter if somebody took a clip of you saying fuck and put you dancing on a unicorn and saying the word fuck a thousand times. They're not wrong for doing it. You're wrong for saying it. You know <laughs> that what I mean? Like, is I, awesome. like this guy, like this guy is like people cut what I said and made something about it. Yeah, that happens, dude. It's the internet. You know that. He's probably done that. You know what I mean? Like content creators do that kind of shit. So it's not something new. You knew you could be misquoted. What he wanted to do was say what he felt and what he thought. And that was the only shit that mattered. And now he's trying to walk it back by saying he's a victim. Do you get the irony? A little bit. A little bit. Now do you I'm get the irony. Back. He gets he gets shit canned on Twitter for victim blaming. And then gets canceled. And you know what I mean? And he's blaming other people when, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's hilarious. He's shit canned for, for, for saying terrible things. And then he's like, other people are making my terrible words sound worse than they are. It's like, no, <laughs> dude, you, you said terrible things. Uh, he came it, out. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. There's two different sides to this. There was a professor in women and gender studies at Harvard that came out and said that uh, he's less worried about banning people than I am about thinking of ways to make people act better, which that's mm -hmm. a man. You can. That's a mm, make people act better. What's acting better, See, Joe? That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that mentality, that's the demolition man mentality. Uh-huh. What's that's acting the demolition? No, 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 no. What, what he, what those words mean is acting the way I think you should act. Yes. That's why I brought it up. That's what that means. That does not mean people act better. When mm -hmm. somebody tells you that you should act like something else, it's because they don't, they, you don't act the way they want you to act. Nobody, nobody should be telling people how to act. They should just tell people to be kind to each other. How you act is irrelevant as long as you're kind. You know what I mean? You want to yep. be a dick to people, you could be a dick to people. That's your God given right. I don't <laughs> care what religion you believe in, they gave you that ability to be a dick. If that's what you so choose. But ultimately, you're not free of the consequences of your actions. If we start saying people have to act some kind of way. Remember, we talked about this before. 
about um it was like uh it was one of our earlier episodes where we talked about who gets to set the rules mm-hmm. for when somebody should be able to live a certain kind of way who gets to set that standard what's good today isn't good tomorrow we've established that you know what i yep. mean and some of these people have good intentions but the road to hell was paved with good intentions you know what i mean I've never and understood next, that. It, it's the idea of the atom bomb it was designed to create energy it was designed to be something used to better the world ah, and we okay. were like we can blow shit up with this <laughs> Bomb the fuck out of our bad guys. And, and and ultimately we were wrong in doing so, but we were right at the time. You know what I mean? But gotcha. but but that's the thing is I'm I'm like um uh Oppenheimer, I think, was the one who created the the missiles, the missile, the rocket systems and everything. It, I, I I think I remember the I, I'm gonna say the quote, but I think it's actually from a movie. Um that the rockets performed admirably, but they landed on the wrong planet. <laughs> you know what I mean? When hmm. they blew up, <laughs> when they when they bombed uh, Earth. <laughs> but no, like, oh man, we're getting way out of here. You can't tell people how to act. It, um, um, Edgar Friendly said it in in in, um, in, in Demolition Man. You can't tell okay. people how to act. If they want to be an asshole, let them be an asshole. You know what I mean? Like that's their right. You can't take that away from people. You take that away from people, we become this uniform pastel wearing pussified, I hate to say it, form of society. And it will ultimately will ultimately the ultimately the human experience would be diminished for it. And 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 the the short term effects sound great. The long term effects would be catastrophic. Okay, there's one more point that I want to bring up, and then we'll close the topic out. Uh, Hope good. not hate was one of the largest um, charities behind getting this guy banned. All right, they kind of started a campaign, and uh, you could say that they were successful. All right, yeah. Um, so I would love, I would love if somebody from an organization like Hope Not Hate came on here and talked to us, because organizations like that worry me, because again, ooh. they they want because again I wonder where they're coming from. It's easy for people to be on the opposite side of that spectrum and be like, I don't like these. They they want me to behave they the way they think I should behave, and so they immediately hate them. Even though it's hope, not hate, and it's hopefully just looking to create a better world, which is okay. That's an excellent endeavor. But I'd love to understand where they're coming from because part of me, part of me violently rejects somebody else who's telling the world to, to act the way they think they should act. Now, if these people are just going around stopping hate speech and stopping misogyny and stuff like that that's fine and that's good but ultimately whose right is it to take other to take things away from other people because they disagree with what you're saying and that's ultimately what this comes down to 
I'm going to reach you know? out to their organization, see if they do interviews or whatnot. See, I'd, if we love, can, to, I'd uh, love to talk to them. Uh, get them on, man. Now, there's yeah. this quote right here that they were quoted as saying, Tate is a symptom of wider societal misogyny, and we all have to do more to combat its corrosive impact on society and the very real dangers it poses to women. Something that I didn't talk about earlier is that in Tate's response today, all right, he waited about a full week to kind of give his take, and it was a well-crafted, edited video that that in which he supported himself essentially all right who's going to go mm -hmm. against themselves of course but of course one of the things that he said that intrigued me take people like bill cosby the, take people like deshaun watson as of late right he's been accused of what he was accused of i'm like said i'm not going to say it here because i'm not sure how youtube works with the algorithm and certain was it, words was it grape um no not great okay it good was, as long as he wasn't graping anybody yeah no Jesus. no he was um getting massages that went above regular massages oh okay all right uh pro pro football accused of you know doing certain things um <sighs> tate made a statement that said i challenge you with the the name and reputation that I have to find anybody who said that I was rude or to, to find a woman who would claim that I did anything that violated who they are as a human being. He said, I mean, he, 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 he was wasn't like, forcing with, anybody to do anything. He was like, with the level of who I am now, if I was a massagist or if I did anything wrong to anybody out there, um, they would have came forward by now. He goes, where are those women at? Yeah. So, I mean, getting a happy ending? Oh, no, so that was a Deshaun. Oh, okay. That's somebody All else. right, so yeah. Beth said, while I agree that misogynistic, racist, violent, etc. speech shouldn't be tolerated or accepted, I think the concerning thing is that with censorship, someone is setting the rules on what is acceptable, and it is scary to think about how censorship can affect the views we have as a society down the road, if that makes sense. That actually makes excellent yeah. sense. That's exactly what I was yeah. alluding to with what I was saying. Like the mm -hmm. short term is we all feel good and happy in the moment. The short term, like right now, we're like, yes, we got a misogynist off the Internet. Yeah, that's how these people feel. Down the road, what happens is we start passing laws about what you can and can't say. And we start losing the freedoms we have of this country where we're allowed to speak our mind because we start banning, we start uh, passing laws that you can't say this word and then you can't say that word. And then you can't say my government officials are corrupt and then you can't, ha you, you no longer have freedom of, of, um, of, of gathering especially if it's in protest to that corrupt government. And it's a slow death of you start small, you start with these censorship rules and laws. And, and, and somebody might be listening to me and be like, he's insane. That is a long jump. But I'm not talking about something that's going to happen today. I'm talking about something that'll happen in 50 years. But it starts with losing one right one 
And once that happens, they're like, well, people are agreeing with us, taking away their right to say these words. So let's come up with a bill and we'll throw some pages in way in the back. We'll pass some good laws in the beginning and some more censorship laws in the back. And we'll do that five or six times. We'll see how it goes. And the next thing you know, you're getting canceled by the government because you said something you didn't even know you couldn't say anymore. And, and again, that that sounds crazy. That sounds crazy. It totally sounds crazy. But when was the last time you felt that the government wasn't crazy? Think hmm. about all the shit that's been happening over the last 10, 15 years. Tell me, tell me that if one politician got a wild hair up their ass, we wouldn't have some law that would really adversely affect us. And we'd be pissed about it. And maybe there'd be another riot or protest downtown. But ultimately, they'd be able to do it because that's what they do. And if we uh, start giving so, them permission, if we start giving them permission, they'll start taking advantage. So in a democratic society, do you think that a large enough people would allow something like that, that would have kind of a... You know, it's not about uh, how many people, it's about how loud they are. Hmm. Okay. I, I, I think if we... No offense to hope, not hate. I want to talk to them. I want to learn about them. I want to learn about their mission and all the great things they've done. And and hear where what I want to hear what they envision for the future of this country. But I'm afraid it's we think people could act better. It's not about being better. We can be better by being kind. But ultimately, you cannot take away people's rights to be assholes. You can't. Because then what happens next? And, that one movie that people get arrested for crimes that they didn't commit but were going to? Uh, Minority Report. Minority, Minority Report, yeah. yeah. Hey, man. About 30 years. <laughs> but even, even a system, even a system where they could predict the future was corrupted. They 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 fudge the numbers so that they could gain better arrest rates and shit like that. Again, a, a good a good uh, potential system, deeply flawed because of humans. You know, because as people, we can be corrupted. You know what I mean? Like it's sure it's Hollywood, sure it's fake, but you're telling me if you had three people who could tell the future. They would use them to stop crime? <laughs> Shenanigans. Shenanigans. The U.S. government would put them to work killing enemies and protecting our interests. They wouldn't They wouldn't stop crime. Our they interest. don't give a shit about that. Huh? Our interests. Our interest. <laughs> dude, dude, politicians suddenly winning the lotto and fucking getting these billion-dollar grants or, or you know, lobbyists just fucking funneling money. Uh, we need to know the stock market numbers for the next three weeks. You know what I mean? Like, come on, shenanigans. All right, we're getting off topic. <laughs> yep, yep. Hey, so um, Beth, shout out to you for in and adding your input. Definitely appreciate that. To everybody else that's that watch, let us know. I am going to reach out to Hope Not Hate, see if we can get them on. Yeah, 
for a future episode. If it it may be that our schedules might not work out if we can't do it live, but even if we yeah. did something like pre-recorded, something pre-recorded, yeah, that'd be, that'd be dope awesome. to have a conversation. Awesome. All right, now we had a third topic, but I think as a producer of this show, we we should sell, shelve. I hate saying sh words together; it doesn't ever come out right, except for spit. But with the sh. So we're going to shelve our third topic because that, in my opinion, deserves a little bit more time than we can give it for today's episode. All right. And the third topic was uh, uh, oppression in the U.S. and people's perceived perception, perceived perception, perception of oppression. And and that's burned from a conversation that Joe and I had a weekend. I do want to get to the word of the day to close out the episode. So, Joe, what is our word for today? Today's word, kids, is churlish. Churlish? Churlish. Is that an English word? That's an American word, yeah. Or English word. Churlish. Okay, churlish. <sighs> churlish. He's got an C-H- S-H in there, too. <laughs> oh, ahead, man. C-H- C H U R L I S H. Excellent. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Churlish is an adjective, mm-hmm. an adjective that describes somebody a child's ability to go to church. Churlish. No. 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 Uh, it means rude. In a mean-spirited and surly way. A rude. In a mean-spirited. And surly. what? And surly way. S-U-R-L-Y. S-U-R-L-Y. I'm going to put that on the screen here. Last week's word was. Uh, vehemence. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you pronounce it. Yeah, it's the display of strong feelings or passion. Today's word, which I don't think is an English word, it's an American. Churlish. It's an English word. Rude in a mean-spirited and surly way. Hmm. All right. I don't know if I'll be able to ever use that one in a sense, but I'm gonna try one day. Like churlish. Like. You're being churlish. Like that joke was churlish. Like hey, you're being rude okay. in a in a, a mean spirited way. Like it's when people make shitty jokes, being assholes, but they're hiding it behind the joke. Yeah, that's being churlish. Okay. All right, churlish. All right, Joe. We have gotten through another episode of the Just Joking Podcast. We didn't get through all of our topics today, but. We do appreciate those that tuned in live. Beth has been a supporter of our live stream as well. Uh, she's somebody who both Joe and I know, and I thank her and anybody that tunes in whenever they have the time to hear uh, two guys share their opinions about topics that they just want to talk about. All right. If anybody ever wants to come on and be a part of the Just Joking podcast, to add and include gift uh from time want to you know chime in that's a capability that we have so i'm gonna start including, you know 
It might be dangerous if we get a little bit more <laughs> famous, but for Ray, not a lot of people know who we are, but we would definitely like to have, have other people come on and give their opinion as well. So if that's something that you'd be interested in doing, not just you, Beth, but buddy, in general, um, yeah. we're open to that. Yeah. In general, Do it before I get that. canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Do it before we, we both get canceled. <laughs> yeah. Do it before we all get canceled. Here. Everybody get canceled. Oh, right. Jeff said it is nice hanging out. Glad that you spent an hour of your Wednesday with us, Beth. Yeah, uh, um, Ellie, who I also know, who joined a little bit as well. Shout out to anybody else who's going to be tuning in or listening to the Just Joking podcast. If you have any questions that you want to ask us ask us on our social media or shoot us an email at just.joe.king.podcast it's a whole lot of dots in there at gmail.com we will read it and we will get back to you as soon as possible hope not hate we're going to reach out join us on our live stream we'd appreciate that'd be pretty awesome yeah that'd be pretty cool all right hope you guys have a great rest of your week stay safe Peace.